This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, we will preview the London game. Cheerio. Cheerio, mate. Throw another shrimp on the bobby. That's Australian. That's Austrian. Oh. Still not, you know, British. <laughs> Fish and chips. <laughs> a spot of tea, Earl Grey. Engage. All right. Sorry. Um, you may hear random London or British things thrown out there. If you don't, it's going to be a disappointing podcast. Uh, so we'll talk about the game. We're going to go over some power rankings. We'll talk about some injury news. And we're going to start off the conversation today with Christian McCaffrey. Yes. How realistic is this MVP chatter that we're hearing? I think it's very realistic. Now, the problem is going to lie on what happens around the rest of the NFL as well. If Patrick Mahomes lights it up again like he did last year and even has a better year, or Russell Wilson, who's having a phenomenal year, as someone who hates the Seahawks, that hurts. But, I mean, I see them leaning towards a quarterback just because it's a quarterback award. It is a quarterback award, it seems like. Certainly since 2012, which is the last time any running back one that was adrian peterson yeah still in the um, league surprisingly he is i think the fact that mahomes won last year mm-hmm. there may be a little bit of voter fatigue there russell wilson is putting up really nice numbers um deshaun watson's putting up nice numbers yeah and both of the you know deshaun watson's a young guy uh russell's been around but he's widely considered one of the best quarterbacks you know in the game right now um, we have a little bit of a historical precedent for a season somewhat like what McCaffrey is on pace to do. Mm-hmm. 2009, Chris, uh, Chris Johnson, CJ2K, as he's known because of this season, had, uh, let me look, he had 2,006 rushing yards and 503 receiving yards. So mm-hmm. 2,500 total yards. McCaffrey's on pace for a little more than that, a couple hundred more than that, actually which would set an NFL record for total yards from scrimmage. Um, he also had 16 total touchdowns. Did not finish, did not get a single vote for MVP that year. Okay. I went a different route. Okay. I'm looking back in history to, before Adrian Peterson won it, another player, a running back, won it. His name, LaDainian Tomlinson. Now, back in 2006, he rushed the ball 348 times, for 1,800 yards, 1,815, had 56 receptions for only 508 yards. The only thing that McCaffrey is not on pace to beat on that is 31 touchdowns. I was going to say, he had a crap ton of touchdowns. Yes. Uh, what was, do you remember, or did you find out what their record was that year? I think I, that's going to have a lot to do with it. I believe they were they were good. I want to say like 14 and 2 okay. or something like that. So and the Titans were 8 and 8 the year that CJ2K went for 2500 mm-hmm. yards. Did not make the playoffs. In fact, they finished 3rd in their division. I I think the Panthers have the potential to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think we're going to go 14 and 2. Yeah. No. 
but I think it's going to be imperative to make the playoffs. Uh, I think to legitimately have him in the running, he has. we have to win at least 10 games yeah. and make the playoffs. Right. I don't think you can do it without that. Now, let's go over what he's on pace for. Uh, we haven't done that on the show. He's on pace for 2,771 total yards. Uh, that would beat Chris Johnson's record of mm-hmm. 2,509 yards. He has 105 carries and 587 rushing yards and 31 receptions for 279 and seven total touchdowns. So he's on pace for 1,878 yards rushing and 99 receptions, 892 yards rushing. Receiving. Receiving, sorry. Yeah. Yes. And what, 21 touchdowns? Yeah, 22. 22.4 it said, averaged out to. But. So, first of all, if he's that close, you just throw a dump-off pass to give him 100 receptions, too, just because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would make much of a difference in the MVP voting, but sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it would be a record-setting year, obviously, something that the league's never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I think the argument would definitely be made that this team would be nowhere without him. Oh, obviously. If you are looking at the definition of most valuable player, there's no one more valuable yeah. to their team than Christian McCaffrey is to the Panthers right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It's really kind of a shame that it's become such a quarterback-driven award. Uh, there's so many players like Aaron Donald last year who probably should have gotten right. it. And I think Christian McCaffrey has a lot going for him just because the perception is if you're not a quarterback, you're not going to win. Yep. So if he puts up this kind of season, and I, I really don't know if I expect him to keep this pace or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want him to. Mm-hmm. But if he does keep up this pace and he has that type of season, I think he would win it, actually. Yeah. Especially if the Panthers make the playoffs. Yeah. Even as a wild card. Now, I want to jump back to something you just said about you don't want him to keep up that pace. I keep hearing this about he can't, he shouldn't, he's going to wear down with all those carries and all those. It's a know, concern. So it, it's a concern, yes. But I was looking back. Again, I'm looking at LaDainian Tomlinson because I think he's actually the most best fit for what he does. Sure, there's a good comparison. And there. North Turner ran his offense when he, he had this great, MVP season even. That's true. He was rushing, uh, let me find it, he he averaged from 2001 to 2006, 344 carries. Carries or total touches? Carries. Okay. Per wow. year. That's a lot of carries. And 66 rece- receptions with those carries. <clears throat> so that puts him right with where Christian McCaffrey would end up. Yeah. Um, I was looking at Chris Johnson, mm-hmm. and looking at his 2009 season, where he he had 408 total touches, which is right around the pace that McCaffrey is on right now. Um, every year after that, 2010 he had 1300 yards. 2011 he had, uh, I'm sorry, rush rushing yards. It was like 16, 1700 total yards. Um, the next year, 1,400 total yards. The next year, 1,400 total yards. The next year, 1,400 total mm-hmm. yards. So he didn't really fall off. Now, that was only his second year in the league when he had that 2,500-yard season. This is McCaffrey's third year in the league. So I think you could potentially see the same type of production continue. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Chris Johnson never had another 2,000-yard season. 
And McCaffrey would probably never have another. Didn't uh, Chris Johnson also have Liddell, uh, Lindell White during that 2,000-yard season to do the short yardage uh, pound up the middle? I don't remember if it was during that season. I know in his career he, they did. Yeah. Thunder and Lightning, I think, yeah. was their nicknames. Um, I don't remember what season Lindell White came in, but Lindell White, I mean, if if Cam Newton was healthy, he would be running that role, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I think he's got a good shot at it. I do, too. I think he really does. He's As long as he can hold up, and he looks so good right now, his field vision is unbelievable, just being able to read and make guys try to arm tackle him, which you can't really do. He has the benefit of being the focal point of our offense right now, and mm-hmm. literally the only thing that's consistently great about our offense. Yes, very much so. And as long as Cam's out... Or even if Cam comes back and he's not a hundred percent, he's going to continue to be that. Yeah, I. It's obvious that this team should run through him. Yeah. I uh, even when Cam is back. Agreed. He, he with his. I can't speak. Sorry. With Cam's injuries concerned, you can't let him back there, especially how bad our pass uh, protection has been this year. Yeah. Um, now McCaffrey did end up on the injury report today, which. You know, we'll talk about it a little later on with a back injury. I'm sure we all remember the somersault touchdown that he had against the Jaguars. So you hope that that's not a harbinger of things to come. Mm-hmm. As of right now, he's been a tank, yeah, indestructible. Um, so hopefully that continues. Uh, we we saw him go out of the last game with some cramps, but man, I mean, the guy's just been a workhorse. It was a hot day. I'm surprised. Nobody nobody had the workload he had, so of course not many people were going to cramp up. But man, I'd have cramped up. Yeah. I'd have cramped up. Just I cramped up watching him. <laughs> Standing up and cheering for yeah, that. I was drinking water all day long watching <laughs> that guy. Um, I'm also kind of hoping it's maybe, you know how Tom Brady is on the injury report every year in mm. New England with a shoulder injury sure. because he's throwing the ball all over the place? Yep, perpetually questionable. Yeah. I'm hoping it's kind of like that where they're just... All right, let's give him a rest day. He is sore. Let, you know, his back is a little sore. Let's give him another rest day. Yeah, that could be it. That that very well could be it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, I mean, if you had to, I if you had to put odds on it, mm-hmm. would you say he's the favorite right now for the MVP? Favorite right now. After this last week, I would say yes, just because of all the buzz he's getting right now from all the national pundits. I agree. I think. Mahomes was probably in the lead. Mm-hmm. Mahomes took a loss. Panthers are on a three-game winning streak. It's been because of McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think if he continues with the pace, we continue to win, he's going to be right there. Yeah. And he really could get it. And I think Mahomes also looked bad in the loss. It wasn't right. that yeah. he just, you know, oh, our defense gave up 30 points and we only put up 25. No, it was... They couldn't move the ball on Indianapolis for some reason. So we talked about the Panthers on a roll. Mm-hmm. There's a team that's not on a roll. Well, they're on a roll on the other way. They're rolling down a hill towards a cliff and a fiery death <laughs> in a deep ocean. Yeah. And they don't have a coach. Nope. The first axe has fallen. The Washington Redskins have fired Jay Gruden on Monday following their loss to New England... 33-7. to 
Um, I don't know who, who didn't call this. I think everyone that I ever heard talking about first coach fired, Jay Gruden was the first name mentioned. Yeah. Um, kind of long overdue, I feel like. Well, he even kind of came out and said he was expecting to get fired last week before this game. I think they were just holding off to basically let him get spanked by the Patriots, fire him, now they get to go to the Dolphins. They didn't want him to face the Dolphins and win, and then have to hold on to him for a Can't couple of weeks. fire him after a win, I guess. Yeah. They called him in at 5 o'clock in the morning to fire him. Mm-hmm. That's a real dick move. <laughs> well, he said last week, or after last week's loss, they asked him about his job security. He goes, well, I guess I'll see if my key card works next week. Well, I got him in the building. <laughs> probably won't get him in the building anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he'll probably end up on the Raiders staff, maybe the Rams staff. I mean, he's he's been a good coordinator and a QB coach over the years. He'll well, get in our job. He brought McVay up, right? So McVay's part of the Jay Gruden coaching tree. So I know McVeigh was one of the first to reach out to him, uh, in terms of you know just a friend saying yeah. hey that sucks, um, but wouldn't surprise me to see Jay end up on somewhere on the West Coast. Yeah, I think uh, John Gruden said, "Yeah, I told him welcome to the club." Yeah, he's like, "I've been fired, Dad's been fired, now you've been fired." <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph appears to be fine. After that vicious hit he took last Sunday that knocked him unconscious. Uh, He obviously remains in concussion protocol. Um, It appears undrafted rookie Devlin Hodges will make his first career start this Sunday. Bench all your Steelers. Yeah. Devlin Hodges. Never heard that name before last week. No, it's the year of the backup quarterback. It's just keeps going. This is what, their fourth string quarterback? Because they traded Landry Jones? Uh, no, they didn't trade Landry Jones. Uh, what is his name? Joshua Dobbs. They Josh traded. Dobbs, that's right. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Landry, Landry Jones is in my head because I think he just signed to be the first quarterback of the XFL. Is he? Yeah, I, think I saw <laughs> that. But yeah, so they traded Josh Dobbs. So yeah, this is their fourth string quarterback. That, that hit on Rudolph was vicious. It's scary. It is one of the scariest hits I've ever seen. Watching that guy just lay there twitching was... It just makes your skin crawl because someone, eventually someone's going to die on the field. It's going to happen. I mean, we've seen it in other sports. Yeah, I I mean, eventually, throughout time, they'll probably happen. It's happened in high school and stuff. Yeah. So. It's shocking that it hasn't happened. Shocking, yeah. It, it kind of is. Just kind of surprising. Well, moving on, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have supposedly put... Star wide receiver AJ Green on the trading block. Any guesses who is expected as a front runner for him? Hmm. I'm gonna say the New England Patriots. Oh my goodness, you are correct. Oh. Easiest prize I ever won. <laughs> yeah, anytime there's a star player that's up for grabs, the Patriots are gonna be the number one option. Yeah, especially like they'll probably give up like a sixth round pick to get him. Yeah. Oh, we we're zero and four. We we're not gonna do anything. We'll take a fifth round pick for him. Now they're saying publicly mm-hmm. that he, he's not up for trade. Oh right, yeah. As they typically do before they're traded. I think Antonio Brown was the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. The Raiders like we're not trading him, and then ten minutes later he was traded. Yeah, to the Patriots. So 
We'll see. I mean, I think there's some other potential landing places for him. Oakland being one of them. Yeah. I just see him in black for some reason. I see, you know, black, number 18, green on the back of the jersey. I just see it. Okay. I just see I, it. I, I'm not sure where he ends up. I'm not sure they'll trade him. That franchise is like Washington. They're just so disorganized. They don't even know what... They still think they're winning. They're going to th- win. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I don't think he gets traded. Um, if I had to rank where I think he ends up finishing the year, Cincinnati would be number one. Um, but I think he'd be dumb to, not to put New England number two, just mm-hmm. based on everything we've seen. Yeah, and speaking of wide receivers and the Patriots, did you hear what Antonio Brown said? He said, they got to pay me, they might as well play me. Yes! He thinks he's actually going to get back in the league and play. Hey, Antonio, you're not. Yeah. At least not for the Patriots, and not probably not this year. He needs to ha- go and literally have his head checked. He is not right. He's thinking all the stories that have come out, even off the field, are just of him be acting crazy. I do think he will play again in mm-hmm. the NFL. I would be surprised if it was this year, because mm-hmm. I think as soon as he becomes eligible or signs with someone... He's going to immediately go on the commissioner's exempt list, mm-hmm. probably for the rest of the season, um, just until all the legal stuff gets squared away. But the dude continues to do stupid stuff mm-hmm. to put his name out there in negative light. I mean, even if he doesn't get put on the commissioner's exempt list, he's going to sign with someone, say something stupid, and either get let go or then put on the exempt list. Yeah. So I just don't see it happening this year. Yeah, I don't either. Now, another bad news for the Los Angeles Chargers. They went ahead and placed Mike Pouncey on IR, starting center. Another, another injury for them. Yeah. Racking them up. Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. What can go wrong will go wrong. Uh, they are a walking billboard for that. They're, that's It's sad, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, they, were, they were a Super Bowl contender preseason. They went, won 11 games last year. And everyone thought they'd be right back in there, and they're just not going to... There's too many injuries. Derwin James' loss is going to really derail their season because he was such a heart of that defense. Yeah. (sighs) Who's next? Who's next to fall for the Chargers? Keenan Allen. Well, He's got a history of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like this is the first year I haven't heard of him getting injured. But, you know, Philip Rivers can always toss in one of his kids to play a position if need be. That's true. He has enough. Eventually, he will be coaching the Los Angeles Rivers. <laughs> well, you want to take a short break and come right back with the power rankings? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. And together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the weird world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter, apparently, is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using people's Spotify playlist as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian, or Women's Federation. Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, when the film becomes a real boy, in the original it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree. It was just 
scientists have wiped a snail's memory. <laughs> Slytherin's going, can we have an extensive <laughs> series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the, uh, on the scone-scone debate? Scone, obviously. Oh, I love scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. And we are back. It's Power Rankings time. We skipped it last week. Well, just because there were so many other things to talk about. Yeah, and we had to give out report cards. Yeah, yeah, right. Which was way more important. <laughs> yes. Midterms have passed. Yeah. It's time to get back on the Power Rankings train. Take it away, Jerry. All right. Again, we always use the NFL Power Rankings by Dan Hansis. Now, last week they had the Panthers ranked 17th, and then we went and beat Jacksonville here at home in a close game. Uh, where do you have us? As usual, I have not seen these prior. Just based on the fact that they keep moving us up two spots a week, I'm going to say they moved us up two spots to 15. You, sir, are correct. Woo! Yeah. Still too low. I agree. I Fire Kansas. Now, right above us, they have the Colts, which jumped up six spots after beating the Chiefs. You can't really argue them no. beating the Chiefs. Lions 2-1-1 is at 13. I'd have us ahead of them. The Texans, who we beat last week. I'd definitely have us ahead of them. Are ranked 12th. Where were they last week after we beat them? They were ranked 15th. So there's, after we beat them, we're still... Behind them them by two spots. I don't understand Dan's ideas. Uh, The Bears, big droppers at 11. I think I'd have us ahead of them right now. I do too. With their quarterback problems. I I don't even know if Mitch Trubisky was healthy if I would have them above us. They're they're just not a good offensive team. Yeah, that defense is stout, but they got beat by the... um, Again, that was a London game. Mm -hmm. Weird things happen in London, so... Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Now, the top 10, Bills at 10. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're a solid team. They're a good team. The Rams at 9. That's low, that's low for them. I'm surprised. Okay. They've been struggling a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at 8. They dropped 4. I think I'd have them lower. I don't think they're a good team right now. I think they're an okay team. I think they got a nice little soft schedule at the beginning that really hyped them up, and I think people are coming down to earth with them and realizing they're not. They're not as a, good as yeah. expected. They're not a fifteen and one team, but maybe they're a ten and six team. Yeah, yeah, nine and seven, ten and <clears> six. <throat> uh, Seahawks at seven, Eagles at six, Packers at five. Packers are a really scary team. I'd have them a little higher, maybe. Yeah, they are a really yep. scary team. That defense looks for real, and they now have a running t- running game. They've always had the running back. They just never gave him the ball. So now if. <laughs> If need be, you can ha- play Aaron Rodgers to play catch-up. But for the most part, it looks like you're a ball-control offense. It's That's a scary team. Yeah. Uh, 49ers at four. They, they're they undefeated, and they, they look dominant. looked great Monday night. Uh, three, the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Two, the Saints. The Saints, yep. And number one, as always, the Patriots. Yep. You might as well just call them the New England Patriots power rankings. Or the, the power ranking is brought to you by the New England Patriots. Yeah. I, but is there really any other team you feel so much confidence in? No. That defense looks so good. Then no, you have Tom great. Brady on the other side that can... I mean, if you talk about a cupcake schedule, though, mm-hmm. the only team they've played this year is the Bills. And that was a very close game. 
So there was someone who fell behind, below us who was the biggest faller this week. Any guesses? Cleveland? It is the Cleveland Brown. You are on spot today, sir. Well, I got beat 31-3. to three. <laughs> How many spots did they fall? They fell seven. Where are they now? They are at 21. Okay. They're, they're not a good... They're a, they're a 7-9, and 8-18. Eight they I were think. overhyped mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. And Baker Mayfield does not look like a good quarterback right now. It doesn't help that his offensive line can't hold anybody back. Yeah. No, it doesn't look... That's... That was the problem with this team going into the season. Yep. Is they had a bad offensive line. Everyone thought that Baker would be able to get by because he's a little maneuverability and his accuracy is getting the ball out quick. But those receivers aren't helping him. I mean, he threw he overthrew Odell on a pass Monday night that Odell got two hands on. And I blame Odell for it because that's Odell's gonna make these crazy one handed catches. Well, if you got two hands on the ball, then you should catch that too. So I don't think his receivers are helping him much either. Okay. Yeah. Offense and defensive line is so much more important than people realize. Yeah. I mean, that they have great skill positions, but they're losing. Why? Because of the offensive line. Yeah. Now, any guesses what our opponent is for the week? Tampa Bay. <clears throat> they shouldn't be any higher than us. Um, I'd say they're probably, well, what are they, two and three? They're two and three. So, 20th? 24th, actually. I'm oh, kinda, wow. I'm, I'm a little surprised they're as low as they are, as they've been playing some teams close. They played Saints close and beat the Rams. Yeah, that's surprising. What were they last week? They were up at 21. After beating the Rams. Was that that week? Yeah. Yeah. So that's wow. That's that's insane. Dan has no faith. That's right, because they put up like fifty-five points that week. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So yeah, that's cool. surprising. Where well, are the Where are the Falcons? Oh, the Falcons. Falcons. I'm gonna guess. Let me guess. Twenty. Let me scroll down. Let me keep scrolling down. Sorry, my fingers getting tired here. Uh, at one in four, the Falcons had dropped two more spots to twenty seventh. Okay, twenty seventh. And the Miami Dolphins still last? Yes. The Redskins probably right above them. Now, if you're looking for a great game to watch after the Panthers' early morning game, there's a barn burner down in Miami with the Redskins 0-5 versus the Dolphins 0-4. This is whoever loses will probably end up with the first pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, I... Who's going to watch that game? Are Redskins or Dolphins fans even going to watch that game? No. No. I read a. I mean, article maybe they'll watch it and root for the other team. On the second hand uh, ticket sites, the s- tickets are being sold for $16 right now. That's lower than the price of admission to the zoo <laughs> in Miami. So you can go see the lot. Lo- I'd much re- rather go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> you can really go see, like. The dolphin, dolphins yeah, and lions see the and everything. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cost you a little bit more than to see the guys on the field. <laughs> so I think Bill Callahan is taking over as head coach of the Redskins. Yeah. So does he end up screwing up their, you know, plans of getting that number one pick? I mean, I don't know. It, it, I think they thought they were a halfway decent team before the season started. I think they thought 
maybe a playoff team like a wild card. Maybe the uh, maybe they should trade one of one of their top picks to the Dolphins for yeah. something. Or maybe like a Trent Richardson who's over thirty years old and not playing for you and has told you I will not play for you. Mm-hmm. One of the better left tackles in the league, Trent Williams. Yeah, you said Trent Richardson. <laughs> no, yeah. Correct. Oh, he, he also will not play for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Trent. Uh, that's. I don't know why he's still on that team. I, I don't either. They it, get something for him. It's it's again back to the horrible organization and how it's run. Guess who um, the number one destination for him is? If, um, if they ended up trading him. If they trade him, the New England Patriots. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Mad Libs. Uh, Name a team: New England Patriots. <laughs> Everything is New England Patriots. <laughs> Who somehow magically gets the first pick in the NFL draft by trading the New yeah. England Patriots? <laughs> All right, you ready to move on to this game preview? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Carolina Panthers at London. Is it Tottenham Stadium? Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, the stadium was opened in April this year. It's a brand new, brand new $1. facility. $3 billion stadium. Nice. State of the art. They actually built it to host NFL games. Okay. Really? Yeah. They made sure that they have a field specifically for NFL games. They. It's also, I assume they have a soccer yes, team there. Fo- you mean football. Football. Yeah. We're London. Right. We're, we're British people today. We're British people today. So... If you're listening to this podcast, make sure you remember the game is at 9.30 in the morning. Eastern time. So, I know a lot of you will try to sleep in and watch the games late. Remember to set your alarms. 6.30 a.m. Pacific. That's early. That's really early. Even earlier at Hawaii time. (laughs) (laughs) You had to throw that in there. So now, th- this is the second time that we've faced the Bucks this year. Yep. Uh, this time we are two-point favorites, even though we lost last week. Or last time. That's a little surprising to me. I think it's because we've been on a hot streak. Our defense, everybody has looked better recently on our team since Kyle Allen has started. Uh, I just think we're just a little bit more crisper. <clears throat> Maybe Dan Hansis is the one setting the lines. Mm. He just has no... Uh, no belief in the Bucks, so yeah. Um, last time we played the Bucks, we lost twenty to fourteen. We all remember that was the last game Cam played so far this season. Couple yards short from tying, possibly winning that game. An interesting play call to try mm-hmm. and win with uh, McCaffrey run to the left. A um, lot went wrong that game for the Panthers. Yeah. Number one being, I think. Our quarterback was playing on one leg. Yeah. Could not run to save his life. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some bad calls in that game from the officiating crew as well. But maybe the worst thing that happened in that game was the offensive line. Yeah. Daryl yeah. Williams playing left tackle. That that in particular, because they had no other sacks besides Shaq Barnett mistreating Daryl Williams. What do you have? 14 or 15 sacks that day? No, it was only three. Oh, okay. But, yeah, he... Felt ab- like 14 or 15. He abused him. He did. I think... I saw it though, three sacks, but I think he had eight pressures. Yeah, that's insane. Which is ridiculous. 
And that's also on Norv Turner. Why did you not start flipping over Ian Thomas over to that side to make sure he doesn't get around him, that you double him up? Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, you know, since then, of course, Williams has been moved to the other side. Well, right guard. Playing guard. Um, and he's played much better. He's a better right tackle and right guard. He's a natural at that position, I think. Yeah. He's a righty. So, um, that's a that's a change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a different quarterback who's, you know, healthy. Healthy. And he likes to get the ball out quickly. Gets the ball out quickly, can move around in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes moves around in the pocket. When he doesn't have to, but you know he does that. I mean, he he's five. This is going to be his fifth NFL start. So right, right. Um, has a little bit of a problem holding on to the ball, but mm-hmm. you know, only one fumble last week technically. So he's ho- hopefully improving in, on that. Um, they shut down McCaffrey. Yes, in the first this is, game. This is the worrisome part. They are currently second in the league on rush defense, only giving up 63 yards per game. Yeah. Um, Todd Bowles is really doing a good job with that defense. Yeah. And he's able to take away what your team does best. Obviously, our team runs McCaffrey. That's our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see with the changes that we've had to the offensive line. Uh, I know Greg Little is, and we should probably hit the injury report here, but I know Greg Little is still in concussion protocol, but he is going to travel with the team. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that he plays. But uh, Dennis Daly started at left tackle last week. Looked really good. Yeah, he looks solid. And I think Norv really game plan for having a weaker offensive line last week. I mentioned it on our mm-hmm. podcast with just a lot of quick passes, really leaned on the run game. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of the same situation we should do again, um, except I think we should do it opposite. I think we need to hit the quick passes first to kind of loosen up that middle of the defense to get McCaffrey going. Because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to key on McCaffrey. If we can get five, six um, passes in, you know, moving the ball down the field, they're going to start backing up a little bit, getting on their toes. They do have the worst pass defense in the league. Yeah, Kyle Allen should have a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to focus on taking away McCaffrey in the run game, then I, I agree with you. Go out and throw the ball the first, mm-hmm. you know, four or five plays of the game. See if you can move the ball down the field a little bit and get them thinking differently. Yeah. But um, before we get too much further into it, let's let's talk about the injury report real quick. There, there, it's a it's a long one for the Panthers, uh, but I'm going to start with the Bucks. Um, they have six players that did not practice on Wednesday. Um, probably the most important of them being in Dominican Sue. So he's got a knee injury, did not practice. Um, Rashard Perryman also did not practice. I think he's out. I think they've already pretty much ruled him out. Yeah. Uh, TJ Logan, a running back with an ankle, didn't practice. DeMar Dotson, one of their tackles, hamstring, didn't practice. Uh, Jack Sitchi, interior linebacker. Elbow didn't practice, and Alex Kappa, one of their guards, didn't practice. And then Chris Godwin is also listed as limited participant in practice. Well, boy, it'd be great if he didn't play. I think he's just tired from like running fly routes and demolishing cornerbacks this year. I am year. not looking forward to watching him again. I am not either. 
Um, Panthers list is quite a bit longer. I'm just going to go through all the guys that did not practice. Mario Addison. Natrell Jamerson. Uh-huh. Greg Little. Uh-huh. Gerald McCoy. Uh-huh. Christian Miller. Cam Newton. Eric Reed. Shaq Thompson. Trey Turner. Christian McCaffrey. Uh-huh. With a back. Uh-huh. Talked about it a little earlier. Uh, I think we both probably expect him to play. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Cam Newton's already ruled out. But he did practice. Well, he showed up at practice. Yeah, showed up. So he's probably starting in the film room and trying to read things. He's, but... This is the start, beginning stages of him coming back. And, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yes, I mean, Mario Addison was showing up as rest, which is good. Definitely don't want him to miss the game. He's been really good so far this year. I think he's third in the league in sacks right now. Something like that. So, yeah. I mean, McCoy played last week. Um Brian Burns, Dante Jackson, and Chris Manhurts also showed up on the report, but as full practice participants. So getting Dante Jackson back, mm-hmm. big deal. Um, Burns, full practice is great because he missed a couple practices last week. So Yeah, that, that wrist injury, he's going to play no matter what. They'll wrap it up like they did last yeah. week, but they did have to take him out last week a couple times because it was causing so much pain. Played pretty well. Spider burns, spider burns. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Dante Jackson coming back is big. He's been out for the last couple of games. Yeah. Hopefully, though, he can contain Godwin a little bit better because he kept getting burnt by He him. was a big problem in that game. Um, mm-hmm. Made a couple of nice plays, but this is a guy, I mean, we've talked about it before. He relies a lot on that speed mm-hmm. and maybe doesn't have the best technique. So, uh, he's young, and hopefully that's something that he'll learn. As uh, He reminds me a lot of Josh Norman. Yeah. Just a ton of talent, but he needs to learn the position. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. He needs to learn the position, not think he can always win with his athleticism. Right, right. Everybody in the NFL is athletic. Yeah, though, he's pretty damn athletic. Oh, yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah, like, but, even for an NFL player, he's pretty damn athletic. You're right. Now, opposite of Chris Godwin, Mike Evans had four receptions for 61 yards, but 41 of those yards was on one play. Bradbury really locked him down really nicely. So if you take that 41 yards, Jameis Winston only had like 160 yards throwing the ball. Yeah. That's how they get most of their yards anyways. So it'll be interesting to see if we could shut him down, but we also have to worry about the running game as well. Well, that's been a, a weakness of the Panthers so far is stopping that running game. Mm-hmm. So, hoping that uh, I mean it's not they're not a super dangerous running team. Mm-mm. They don't have a superstar running back, but they rolled up a lot of yards on us in that first game. I'm actually looking at it. They cracked a hundred yards, but it was uh, it was like a hundred and eight. Okay. So it wasn't as Felt, bad. It did feel like during the game that they could run whenever they wanted to. Yeah. It did, but I'm like looking at the stats, and that's not wasn't the case. And four or nine of those rushing yards were by Jameis Winston. Yeah. So they the running backs don't, didn't even top a hundred yards. Okay. Well, London's weird. Uh, London is always weird. You got to worry about that. Just ask the Bears in Oakland last week. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I, well, I want to talk about some more stats if we could. Sure. Go ahead. Um, Tampa Bay has given up, though, 18 sacks so far. Okay. That's not, that That's... I believe that was second in the league or third in the league. I don't have the stat right in front of me. But Carolina is ranked second in the league with 20 sacks. That bodes well for Carolina. So we really should be getting after him. We only had three sacks against him in week two. And I think Jameis Winston is still, this is going to sound mean, but mentally weak. I think if you get hit him and hit him often, you can get in his head to make him throw bad passes. I don't know if mentally weak would be how I would categorize it. But yes, I do think that Shaky. you could rattle him. Okay, that's for sure. That's fine. Um, and maybe he is mentally weak. I don't know. <laughs> that's just a mean thing to say about someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they do put up points, though. They put up 29 points per game so far. Well, they did have 54 in one game. That, well, that help, that'll help your average. Yeah. They yeah. also give up some points. Yeah. Um, despite that stout rushing defense, they give up a lot of points. So... And like I said, they're last place in passing defense, so hopefully we can Kyle Allen can have his record-breaking game. They're coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. They, lo- they lost to the Saints last week. Mike Evans in that game, I believe, had zero catches. Yes, he did. So he could be coming back looking for some um, statistical opportunities to come his way in this game. So it's going to be very imperative that Bradbury played just as well if not better than he did the first meeting hmm. yeah I, I think he can I think Bradbury has been really good this year he's looking for a new contract and I think he finally put it together this year I know he I had a, I, he had a good rookie season in the sophomore slump I think he's got it this year I'm depressed that they did not take care of that contract in the offseason me too because he's going to cost a lot more money now yeah I think he's gained about Three, four million dollars more per season, just yeah. the way he's played so far. He probably deserves to be one of the top paid corners in the league. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to pose this question to you. I will marry you. Yes. No, that, oh. that was not my. It, Sorry, we're, we're not in Utah. You can't marry more than one person, too. We'll talk about it off here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. The Bucks defense is ranked last in passing defense. 323 yards per game they give up on average. Okay. Kyle Allen has one game with 266 yards, and that was against New Orleans last year. His other best game is against Cardinals for 261 yards. What do you think Kyle Allen is going to pass for this game? Do you want to make this a beer bet of the week? I believe I do. Beer bet of the week. I don't think he'll pass for more than 300 yards. I'm going over. I am going over on this one. Okay. I'll go under. Okay. Um, Probably should have set that a little higher. But that's okay. Um, No, I think McCaffrey is going to get on a roll this game. I think that that Bucks run defense is going to... Uh, no longer be number one in the league after this week. Uh, Kyle Allen, I think, has regressed a bit to more of a game manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, as long as McCaffrey is able to do his thing. Um, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him throw for 400 yards. 
Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. No, I, I understand that. And I agree. I think he is a game manager, but I think the game manager will decide that it's time to unleash him like the first game a little bit more because they're going to load the box at the beginning. And I think it's going to free up some passing lanes. And he's been accurate. So his completion percentage has for the season is 66.7%. Yeah, that's great. I mean, he's he's played really well. Yeah. And even though he's fumbled the ball a lot, which I think you have to dock him for. Oh, yes. For sure. Definitely. Like his passer rating is pretty high. It's over 100. Mm-hmm. 107.4. Yeah, which I think is the best of the um, kind of backups that have played several games. But if you really took those fumbles into account, then it'd be lower, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of his actual quarterback rating um, or player rating. So... I, I just hope he holds on to the ball. Obviously. And I hope he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Uh, interception or fumble. So, but yeah. I mean, I'd be happy if he tossed for 275 and a couple of touchdowns. McCaffrey ran a couple of touchdowns. And I think that's enough to win the game. So you think they'll win the game. But what do you think is your bold predictions? Well, that was a hell of a segue, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. It involves a young man named Reggie Bonifant. Oh, Reggie. I think Reggie is going to end up with six touches this game. (laughs) 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 And tell me that's not bold. Go ahead, tell me. I think it would have been bold before last week. But now I don't necessarily think it's bold. I think you got to crank that up to ten. Ten touches. Oh, he's not going to get ten touches. Eight touches. Seven touches. All right, I'll let you pass with that bold prediction. Seven touches. Now, swinging on my bold prediction. It's going to go the opposite side here. Okay. Jameis Winston. Hot, cold quarterback. But he's been hot this season. He hasn't really had too bad of a game. It's time for bad Jameis to show up. I think it's time for bad Jameis to show up. I think he throws three picks this game. Okay. It's not too bold. Three picks? He's had one this season. He's done that before. Reggie Bonifant's never had six carries before. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty hefty. Okay. Okay. I'll give it to you. In one game. Like I said, he... Our bold predictions aren't quite so bold this week, but that's okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, you should say like five. Five? <laughs> you want me to give Bonifant ten touches? Ten touches That's is crazy. not crazy. That's crazy. There's no way McCaffrey... he bust one off for 70 yards last week or 50 yards. Mm. We'll see. Now your score prediction, sir. Well, London's weird. London's really weird. Um, We keep saying that. But the Chiefs or the... Uh, Raiders beat the Bears last week, and that's yeah. that's weird. In a dominating fashion. Yeah, yeah that, that's weird. Um, but I think the Panthers stay on the winning track here. Shocker. Um, I think it's going to be a 24-21 to 21 game. It's going to be a very close game, and I think we win it on the last drive. All right. I like your prediction, and I'm kind of going not as – Close. I don't think it'll be the last drive, but I think we will pull it out. I think it's going to be 24-31 Carolina Panthers. All right. 
Um, we do have a Meow Mix mailbag. Meow Mix mailbag. To talk about today. Uh, Bruce from Austin, Texas. He thinks that we were a little harsh on Ross Cockrell mm-hmm. last week. Um, I went back and looked at the tape. And I disagree. I think we were appropriately harsh. I'm just kidding. Um, I do think we were a little harsh. Yeah, and, so and, I, and I Bruce think, pointed this out. Yeah. Don't don't neglect saying that that it looked like we were in cover one defense when Ross Cockrell was beat deep. And that Trey Boston was beaten with Gardner Minshew's eyes to cheat to the other side, which left the safety position not in his correct position. Well, in that particular play, um, and we're talking about the touchdown to Shark, or one of the one of the touchdowns to Shark, um, where Cockrell actually played it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It was just a great throw. Um, I wasn't necessarily thinking about that. I was thinking about the rest of the game, but he really wasn't that bad the rest of the game. I think Minshew is just a really good quarterback. I, I do too. I and think that, he's and very that Shark accurate. kid's a really good wide receiver. And they've got a good team. And I think the Panthers beating them is actually a pretty strong statement. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, Ross. I'm going to walk it back a little bit. Uh, and Jerry does, too, because he also had some negative things to say about you. Um, I, I like that you're on your our team. And I'm hoping that when Dante comes back, you can play nickel. And we'll all be happy. Yeah. Uh, again, I said this last week, even though he had a bad game, I feel so much better about our secondary than it oh, was yeah. last year or many years. Light years. So Light years. Um, thank you for the mailbag, Bruce. Um, Jerry, well, tell the people how they can get to us. Well, if you want your comment read on our show, you can email us at meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. Or you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a comment, and we'll read that on the air as well. You can also follow us on Twitter at Meow Makes Podcasts. Thank you for listening, and please spread the word about our show. We're trying to grow. We will be back on Monday with our London review. Cheerio! Cheerio, and keep pounding, you buggers! <laughs> <laughs>